You're listening to The Scrimmage with Daniel Hargrove and Justin Domashevitz. Sorry, you looked at me like I wasn't supposed to be done yet, and I just started adding random sounds. <laughs> Welcome to The Scrimmage. I'm Justin Domashevitz. That's my co-host, Daniel Hargrove. Our trusty producer, Andrew Gross, is here with us, and we are brought to you by Oli Penn Real Estate and the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz. No relation. We got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. You ever wonder what the A stands for? I know I... what the A stands for. <laughs> Why? How, how do you know? How do you know? I thought you said there's no relation. Why else would you know? I looked it up on Google. I <laughs> doubt that's the case. Yeah. Googled it. Googling it. I don't think so. Yeah. Anyway, lots of state <laughs> champions. A lot of really great yes. competitions in state competition. For state week. Sports. We got a little bit of Mariners. We're going to take 30 seconds to answer one question about basketball and then not mention basketball the whole rest of the podcast. Oh, thank goodness. We got cool poll questions. I don't know how cool they are. They're pretty good. Uh, no, I'm pretty happy with them. I like the results of them. <laughs> I don't know. But first, let's get it going. With the two-minute drill. drill. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hurry up. Gotta hurry, gotta hurry, gotta hurry. Hey, two-minute situation. 44 seconds. Hand the ball around. Gun do right, gun do right. Three jet buckeye. Don't worry. The two-minute drill starts now. In one of the most hilarious stories to ever come out of baseball, <laughs> Cincinnati's Tommy Pham. Was, has been suspended for three games after <laughs> slapping, like Will Smith-style slapping, San Francisco's Jock Peterson in the face over a fantasy football dispute. Peterson's oh. explanation of the incident is hilarious and goes into great detail of his side of the argument. Daniel, what is the funniest part of this whole situation? I did, there's so many layers. Yeah. So many layers to this. It's like I an think, onion. I think the funniest part of it <laughs> might be... The quotes. Like, actually go up and... Or the gif. The gif that he brings up and he's like, Here, you want to see the gif that I posted that made him upset? Like, it is just the stupidest stuff. And you you watch this story, you watch the reports, you read it, you learn all you can about it, and then you realize, Oh, yeah, professional athletes are like dude bros in their mid-twenties total meatheads and you're like yeah this makes sense i just want to i just want to read this quote don't read Um, it in its entirety no i won't uh this is tommy fam (laughs) talking about why he slapped him i slapped jock he said some i don't condone i had to address it it was regarding my former team the padres i didn't like that and i didn't like the sketchy he was doing in the fantasy (laughs) (laughs) in fantasy football (laughs) We had too much money on the line. So I look at it like there's a code. <laughs> you're with my money, then you're going to say some disrespectful about my team? There's a code in this, man. My favorite part of oh that is he starts out by being like, it actually wasn't about fantasy football. He was disrespecting my team. But actually it was about fantasy football. Yeah, and his former team. Like get over it. Oh, later today, the Miami Heat will face the Boston Celtics in the Miami's... In the Miami. Sorry, I you got excited. You were so proud of yourself for saying Celtics yeah, I was, that, that you I'm, just lost track of what was going on. Butchered everything else. In Game yeah. 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals, Justin, make a prediction. 
who will win this game? Many people are counting out the Miami Heat. I think that's not fair. It's not fair. Why is it My not fair? My gut, and it is the largest gut in this house. That's true. Says the Miami Heat will win game seven oh. in advance. Is Jimmy Butler healthy? He's healthy. He He's scored 40-plus points in the game six win. That four, I think 47, 48, something like that. He's been a beast. He had two bad games. The Miami Heat lost those two games that he played poorly in. I believe you will see playoff Jimmy. Jimmy Buckets. Another 40-point game. Big win for the Miami Heat. Boom. Kyle Lewis has returned to the Seattle Mariners with a bang! Jeez. Recording four hits in his first four games back from injury, including two dingers in back-to-back games against the stupid Astros. Stupid Astros. Daniel. How big of an impact does the return of the former AL Rookie of the Year have on the M's lineup? Well, you can see that when they took him out of it and didn't pinch hit him late in this game, they lost to the stupid Astros. Yeah. Because stupid Luis Torrens was up with the bases loaded with one out and grounded out to end the game into a double play. Literally don't swing, Luis. And it would have been better. Loser. No, Kyle Lewis is a huge deal to this team. And just imagine if they get Mitch Hanniger back. Mm, Ooh, or if either Taylor, I'm going to, it's sad that I'm saying this now, but if either Taylor Trammell or Jared Kellenick work out, because remember, they're both top prospects. Am I, am I a horrible but person Kellenick for is, already saying either? Kellenick's a topper prospect. You're right. He is a topper prospect, but apparently he's not a top est prospect mm. because Ooh. that's what Julio looks like. That's true. The top est. College baseball is nearing its postseason tournament. Well, it's kind of already in some postseason tournaments. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Anyway, Justin, you have been watching some college baseball this week. Which baseball is better? Beats or Bears? No, college <laughs> or pro? Battlestar well, Galactica. I'm mostly excited going into the NCAA tournament that, Daniel, we're going to have both of our teams are going to probably be playing highly seated. Maybe both will be in a position to host a regional and a super regional, which is super exciting. Maybe we will see a Tar Heels versus Beavers National Championship Ooh, series. Again. That would be so if that, fun. If that again. happens, you guys need to put something on the line. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But Justin probably won't because... I, I, uh, have been really, I don't know why he would hesitate to. It's not like he's going to follow through well, with the Well, but either way... <laughs> right? We've, Seriously! We've been through this... Sound the buzzer right now! Bro! I will do it when you do the new intro video. Oh, that's... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, there's something that we've been saying for weeks we were going to do and we haven't done it yet? Uh... <laughs> months for you months it's been months it's been now like three weeks it's been months march madness march, is when march things April, happen may you we're know, almost out of may but march madness ends like mid-april yeah matter, but we knew that march you were gonna lose madness. before it ended <laughs> we knew we were gonna lose i think I it still was had an outside no chance. you did not have an outside chance <laughs> where are those tiktok videos well, where are they? See, what happened was I went to go do <laughs> the one, way my leg was. I, I was it was my hip. I'd kill to be at 100 percent right now, but I was dealing <laughs> with a little hip injury. Who would you kill? That sounds horrible. You don't want to know. Oh. And I wouldn't kill them. I would vanquish, vanquish them. them. <laughs> OK, anyway, well, I'll let you answer the question. Which baseball is better? Well, I'm actually glad the music is off because it takes a little pressure off the answering of this question quickly. Fire up the music! (laughs) I thought 
college baseball was really fun. <laughs> like I was watching. Oh, sorry, sorry about I've, that. I've caught little random innings of Tar Heels baseball yeah. throughout the season, and I I've enjoyed it. But I watched like two full games, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like baseball I remember watching in the late '90s and early 2000s. There was a hit and run, Daniel. What a hit and run? No, there was a, an inning Isn't where that they, illegal. There was a runner <laughs> on first and second. And the guy bunted to move the runners over. Hey, that happened in the Mariners game today. And then the next guy hit a single into the outfield and drove them both in. I mean, we didn't drive them both in, but we drove one of them in. So in a way, I was like, oh my gosh, small ball is happening. And then today, like literally today, you texted and you were like, hey, so-and-so had a sack bunt. And I was like, sack bunts still happen in Major League Baseball? Right? Shocked me. So then it occurred to me, I have not watched a single Mariners game this year. So... While I did watch the college game and it felt nostalgic to me because it felt like a version of baseball I haven't seen in a while, you then I was like, I haven't now. watched any Major League Baseball, so I'm going to reserve judgment on this it, until I In do. your defense, today was a, non, it was a crazy anomaly. That one. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a crazy anomaly. <laughs> anomaly. That thank there you. There are some what teams was it, that bunt a lot more though. <laughs> I literally can't say that word right now. Like Anomaly. That, that might have... Anomaly. Boom. You did it. it. Um. So that might have been the first sack bunt of the year for the for, Mariners. For the Mariners. There's, uh, there's a few teams with like seven or eight bunts. Yeah. That so far this especially year. since the National League has ditched the DH, you're gonna see a way less sack bunts across the league. But Do pitchers bunt a lot. Yes, pitchers bunt a ton. Okay. And usually they're not successful at it. <laughs> they just hold their bat up and go. There was a play in, in one of the minimizes risk of, of injury while making them like while standing at the plate. Yeah. There, there was a play in a Tar Heels game. I don't remember if it was the semifinal or the ACC championship, which they won by the way, uh, where the guy squared up to bunt and literally bunted a ball that would have hit him in the face had he not gotten it. <laughs> That's but he impressive. didn't move or flinch or turn his head or anything. He just stuck the bat out front and confidently bunted the ball perfectly down the third baseline. It was incredible. Nice. So, um, Oregon State also won their league championship what was the score in the tournament. Game? Uh, they, let's see, the oh, score... Is- is that not uh, the they won eight to seven. Oh, okay. Um, I thought maybe that was. I what was the game that you were texting the score of? So sounded like a basketball score. The the it was more like a football yeah, score. Was, <laughs> uh, not quite basketball, fair. but it, the headline is Oregon State Beavers survive collapse and craziest day of baseball beat UCLA Bruins to reach Pac-12 tournament championship. Oh, to reach Pac-12. So they haven't. That was to get to the championship game. Never mind. So I don't, I don't even know who. Apparently, they're a little behind the ACC then, because that says that to reach. Today? Yeah, or last night, because it okay. says craziest day. Okay, so they must the, have played again. The ACC championship was this morning, so maybe the Pac-12 also played their championship. Yeah, so that must be today. So see if you can find what's going on with that, because yesterday Oregon State lost to UCLA twenty-five to twenty-two in a <laughs> baseball game. And even worse, Andrew, since Justin's looking something up. They play at 7. Okay. So even worse than losing 25-22, to they were up 21-12 to going into the bottom of the ninth (laughs) inning. My dad was so upset, he literally had to call me right after the game was over. He calls me and he goes, I'm sick to my stomach. 
I'm like, why, Dad? What's wrong? They were up 21 to 12. <laughs> Just horrified. Did they, pitch, did they pitch a position player or something? No. Wow. They, they, but whoever was pitching forgot how. <laughs> Clearly. And they, they apparently walked the bases loaded twice. Oh. The snacks in, were packed. In the ninth inning. Twice. Yeah. So then they played another game after that and won eight to seven, I believe, on a walk off. So both games ended in a walk off because they lost twenty five to twenty two on a walk off three run bomb in that one game. But then they ended up walking it off for the eight to seven win to advance to today's title game. They're expected to be one of the higher seeds. Yeah, they were projected as the four seed on the last graphic I saw. Yeah, and that was even after they had lost that game. So. Yeah, so just craziness. And you want to be, like, the big number is eight in college baseball. You want to be a top eight. Yeah. Because that's, it's, the the postseason format is really different from any other sport, but if you're in Way the, different. If you're in the top 16, then you get to host a regional. If you're in the top eight, you get to host a super regional, which is the next round after that. So Super duper regional. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. No, but that that's why, like, so with North Carolina, they jumped from, like, they weren't ranked in the last rankings. Yeah. But they've been on a tear. And so they've jumped from like 16 to 11 in the R. They're right. They're fourth in the RPI right now because of how well they've done and all the good teams that they've beaten over the last few weeks. Yeah. So now, with that win, we're just hoping if they jump into that top eight spot, then they'll get that super regional host. Which is a little surprising. That I don't know. I view North Carolina as a good baseball they school. They usually are. Yeah. And so it's a little surprising that they were down before that yeah. because. When Oregon State was busy winning their back-to-back national championships, they were busy doing that against North Carolina. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> Kyle Seeger played on one of those Tar Heels teams. Yeah, so did Ducklin Astley. Okay, I wasn't going to bring up <laughs> Dustin Ackley. That's painful. Calling him Justin, Ducklin makes it so much worse for Justin some reason. Did Justin Smoke play on one of those teams too? No. Oh, I thought he played with Ackley. No. Uh, okay. Seeger nope. did. Okay. Seeger did. Seeger and Ackley played on the right. same College World Wait, Series team. Did Justin Smoke play for North Carolina? No, I don't think so. I don't know oh, okay. what Andrew's I'm talking probably, about. Yeah, I'm probably just mixing it up. Now I have to look up Justin Smoke. I got it. Okay. Okay, good. He's doing producer things over there. Oh. Uh, other other topic from the two-minute drill. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be the one you're thinking I'm going to bring up. Okay. Uh, University of Sh- South Carolina. Oh, South, South Carolina. Carolina. Oh, you were South so Carolina. close. South Carolina. Boy, yeah. Cox. Uh, <laughs> should we change our two-minute drill intro to drill noises? <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, when I was like, let's get it going with the two-minute drill, all no. I could picture was like, wee 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 No, because the, that's... <laughs> no but every time we play that now, I'm like... Hey, that's Russell Wilson. <laughs> I know. We need that's to change that. Well, no, we don't need to change it. I love Russ forever. I don't love Russ forever. He says he's not even going to get emotional with this game coming back to Seattle. When does he get emotional on the football field? Ever. Yeah. We've exactly. seen it once. When? When they beat the Packers. Wasn't that the game yeah. he was crying after it happened? Hmm. No, we saw a game. There was one time. Hmm. I, I think. Hmm. Yeah, no. On the comeback for the Packers, there was he was on the sideline. He was all like... Let's go! I freaking hate losing! 
Yeah. I just always picture him as and then the he cried stoic, afterwards. Yeah. The stoic, the stoic robot-looking dude. The stoic. The, the guy With who like never. The sleepy did eyes. my microphone change from the like? I feel like I was hearing myself really normally in the beginning of the show, and now it's echoey and weird. It, if you're listening at home, did my microphone change? Do if you want to hear me better, oh, text into the group, into the chat, text into the uh, YouTube do, chat. Do people listen at home? Is that better? I yeah. was just kind of assuming they listen on the road. No, they listen at home. Is Francis on the line? We need to. We should have Francis. Like, I guess we we don't really have a way to call. That was him, my bad, we? Justin. I was turning down you oh. instead of Daniel while Daniel was yelling. Oh, okay. I do that. <laughs> I want to know personally the experience mm-hmm. from Tiggy's dad about what happened over in Spokane. Cheney, not Spokane. Cheney. But we don't have a way to call in, do we? I mean, he could no. FaceTime one of us. We're going to have a way to call in for listeners. That's something we're working on, that we can start taking calls and doing interviews with people that are not here in studio with us. Yeah. Our producer is going to figure that out so we can do it easily, and we're going to have guests regularly. But yeah, like I don't guests, think we should not call in. Yeah, not I'm not well, sure no, about but That's Francis, though. It's, we could get him. We, we could get him as him. a guest. Absolutely. Should we have a Francis line? Here's the I thing, think though. not. Many, like I, I thought here's for a thing. second, I was I like, can't "Yes." Screen calls, so we're not going to have. <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was yeah, not yeah. trying to say that there'd be open phone lines. No, but we could have people, and we would have Francis on the show. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you've ever talked to Francis, be ready to pull the plug on that one because sometimes he <laughs> rambles, <laughs> and the penalty for rambling needs to be bloop end call. <laughs> he got blooped. Yeah. Either way, I want to hear. All of the like awesome experiences from state. I guess why didn't you bring your son? We should have had your son over today. Is he just like passed out from the long drive yesterday? Uh, or did they come back a day early? No, he got back last night at like eleven o'clock. Cool. Yeah, but he's really tired. Yeah. Also, I guess it's to be allowed. Yeah. You know, you can't. You can't. There's a code to these kind of things. You can't just talk. It's like when you play fantasy baseball or fantasy football. With, that was with the next thing I was going to bring players. up. Yeah, you can't just tell all the crazy stories that happen at state. I feel like there's a time because I feel like right after I got done with state, I would have said the same thing. But now, fifteen years after the what 15, happened at state, Daniel? Ah, all the stupid stuff. I actually found an old journal the other day where I wrote about it. People used to write in journals. Yeah. It was 15 wow. years ago, Justin. It was that long ago. Back when books still used to exist. Right? <laughs> and some what of the things book? I wrote in there definitely showed that I was more interested in the girls at the state tournament than the state tournament in itself. Interesting. What? My only excuse is that I was a bench player. I think I played a total of 37 seconds during the state tournament, so... Not that that number stuck out in your mind or anything. No, okay. It was very specific. It was 30, it was, it was more than that because there was the stupid game against Linden Christian where we played for like three minutes and they literally just ran a time waster play the whole time. And so I was running after Uh, the ball for three. Yeah. (sighs) Stupid Linden Christian, stupid no shot clocks. Just going to say that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway, what was I talking about? Who remembers? I don't know. Don't try and get me off into incriminating storytelling situations. I really thought I had you. It was really close. Thank you. I'll tell you after the show. Okay. So I think we could safely move on 
can to we my safely favorite part of the show serving questions up on a silver platter where the points are made up and the rules don't matter time for stump oh, daniel. daniel stump daniel is brought to you by the law office of jeffrey a domashevitz what's the a stand for is it Sorry. adam so i've got three questions I'll for you <laughs> <laughs> Algernon. Algernon is a great one. It's a great name. I have three questions okay. for you. They are all Seattle sports related. Daniel, which team? First question. Which team brought the city of Seattle its first professional sports championship? Bonus points if you can get the year that it happened. Well, Justin, the year... Was 1986. <laughs> that would be a good guess. What is dickety? That's, I don't know. It's, it's what the Simpsons, Grandpa Simpsons says yeah. whenever he's telling stories about the old days. Oh. It was 19 dickety six. There was a... I know about that only because my sister has a home video of one of her friends on a mission trip reciting that whole monologue. <laughs> they said dickety on a mission dickety. trip? I don't know. I'm surprised you weren't there. Uh, I'm going to go with the Seattle. Oh, you got the city right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what was the name of their team? I have a guess if Daniel can't come up with it. It was the hockey team. I know what the hockey team's name was, and that was the Kraken. Yeah, it was Kraken. not the Kraken. They're the Kraken. But they are now. Justin, what was... Or, Andrew, was it the Steelhead? What was the name of that team? Is he allowed to ask me? Sure. I'm not I even conceding the that the team was called the Cosmopolitans. Yeah, the Seattle Cosmopolitans in, like, 19-dickety-6. What is dickety? Was it 1903? Was it 1903? I think it was... I thought it was in the teens. That could be. I was just guessing. What is it, Justin? Your guess is the Seattle Cosmopolitans in 19-dickety-six. Yes. You're wrong on both counts. What? It's actually the Seattle Metropolitans. Metropolitans! Son of a gun! Dang it, Andrew! (laughs) And it was in 19... Although, I'll allow... I I understand because we have Cosmopolis and... Yeah. Okay. Metropolitan. Uh, you were. You were. You <laughs> were. I said steelhead for darn sake. Yeah, that was way off. Way I don't off. Know where you got that from? Yeah. But it was in 19 dickety seven, <sighs> which is 1917. So you were only one year off. Yeah. And really only a few letters off. But the Seattle Metropolitans won the Stanley Cup over the Montreal Canadiens in 19 dickety seven. Take that, Canadia. The Sonics were the next professional title. In the 70s. In 1979. Yep. And Ooh. then the Seahawks were the next title in 2012. And then the Mariners. Oh. 13? 12? Shut up about the Mariners. The Super Bowl was in 13. Okay. It was the 2012-13 season? Yeah. Gotcha. Which Hall of Fame... Which... <laughs> Sorry. Still thinking about Dickety 7. <laughs> which Hall of Fame former Mariner has found a second career after baseball as a photographer by following his passion for photography. This player has his own <laughs> photography website which showcases photos of rock concerts, historical sites, and wild animals in Africa. I'm feeling pretty good about this one. I'm surprised that you I'm like I'm very impressed that you know this. It's Randy Johnson. It is Randy Johnson. 
<laughs> I thought I was going to get I you with this. I did not know that. That's cool. Yeah. Randy Johnson actually has his own photography website. Have so you if guys... you want to check out randyjohnsonphotography.com, yeah. his website logo, if you haven't seen it, is an upside-down bird and pays homage <laughs> to the bird that flew in front of a fastball <laughs> against the Giants in the seventh inning of a spring training game yes. in 2001. Did you know that Randy Johnson majored in photojournalism while attending USC? I did not know that. Yes, he did. Did you know that him, Griffey, I think David Ortiz and Alex Rodriguez are all in like some yeah. weird Ghostbusters commercial now? David Ortiz is such a... like. Why is it a bunch of 90s Mariners and David Ortiz? That's what I was thinking. I was like... Is it because he was in their farm system before they foolishly traded him away? Oh, Lord, Justin, I totally forgot that he was part of the Mariners organization. But that was... Because I was like... I was like... This is a really depressing commercial because it's literally showing three of the all-time greatest players yeah. at their positions who all happen to be on the same team at the same time yeah, and still couldn't do anything. He could have been on that team, too. <sighs> they still wouldn't have done anything. But remember, that was so long ago that he had a different name. I don't remember what it was, but he changed his name after being traded. Yeah. And so when I looked back at that, I, mean, I was like, who is this guy? And then there was a note on it that said, this guy changed his name later to David Ortiz. Yeah. So and most people do not remember that David Ortiz was in the Mariners system. Yeah. I mean, talk about baseball superstition. He didn't just shave his beard off after he got <laughs> traded. He changed his name. Okay. So I'm going to say, even though you didn't get any points Wait, on, I the didn't first, get... on the first question, oh, okay. you were really close. And then yeah. you nailed that second question. Yep. If you could follow it up with a correct answer here, I'd go Beaver Zone. Ooh. I'm impressed. I'm impressed by what you've done so far. Beaver Zone. Which former Seattle Seahawk great was elected to the House of Representatives in Oklahoma? That's not what I thought you were going to say after you said was elected. Which former Seattle Seahawk great was elected to the House of Representatives in Oklahoma? I know this. It's between two people. Who are the two people? Steve Largent. Okay. Jim Zorn. Okay. Not Dave Craig? Don't throw another name in there to confuse me. <laughs> but what if it is Dave Craig? <laughs> I'm going to say definitively and into the camera. Steve Largent. Well, Daniel. Steve Largent. Is correct! Yes! Beaver Zone Woo! for Daniel Hargrove. Steve Largent, elected in 1994 and served in the House of Representatives in the state of Oklahoma until 2002. And that's how you avoid a nine-run collapse. Yeah, I'm... I'm Getting emotional, not gonna yeah, lie. That's Seriously, true. Good. you did a good job. <laughs> well, this concludes Stump Daniel, which is brought to you by the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz. There's always something a little bittersweet about it when you have like a really good Stump Daniel because, on one hand, I'm like, I want you to be happy, <laughs> I want good things to happen for you, but then on the other hand, I'm like, I didn't do a good enough job. And this you didn't segment, Stump Daniel, but I, those all three of those were literally things I had, I had no clue about. So when I was looking those up, I was like, there was a professional hockey team here that won the Stanley Cup in yeah. the 19 Dickities, Dickities, and then is it Diggity or Dickity? I thought it was Diggity, but then Andrew was definitely emphasizing the Dickity, so I don't know. Okay. Put it on the polls. Diggity or Dickity? 
We have lots of polls. Yeah, which actually is the next thing on the list. I here. think I voted on most of them, and I don't think my votes did much to sway any of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I went against all of the majorities. Well, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with the ones that people want to know the most. We might have to start tagging Haley Van Lith just so she understands that. I guess we're not slandering her. No. I, I I mean, if anything, she's been promoted by this. Yes. Like, really, our listeners have proven time guess, and time again they think she's better than you. I'm trying to say how maybe it's I'm representing her poorly. It's definitely against the public. Yeah. But if people actually listen to the show, it's not like you've ever said That's anything That's bad good. about Haley Van Lith. That's a good point. It's just fun. I actually love how she plays. I did think it was really cool to see that Jack Harlow wore a... Okay, so you Haley- messaged that to us. Yeah. Who's Jack Harlow? He's a rapper. Okay. Um, he's pretty famous, but okay. not like super mega. F- I mean, I knew who he was, but I don't know any of his songs. Okay, gotcha. Um, but he, so it's okay he, that I didn't know who he was. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I uh, he performed a concert with a Louisville Haley Van Lith jersey on, which I thought was super cool because That's not dope. only like is she from our state and played in our classification, which is kind of cool, but yeah. also like. It's just kind of nice to see that one of these big musicians decided to rep a women's sports jersey. Yeah. I thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, I'm going to say, though, you better get that Kira Gardner jersey. Yeah. It's going to be hot. We're going to have to get you one. Yes. Yeah. We'll we'll make that a show expense. We, we need... Yeah. Thank Daniel, you. Daniel needs a Kira Gardner jersey from Wazoo. Yes. Just trying to buy you off so he doesn't have to do the dances. What dances? Better than me. Uh, moving on to poll questions. It'll work. Daniel's like, I can be bought. <laughs> we have... I was ready to be bought with steaks. <laughs> <laughs> it was close. He ruined that situation. He ruined it. Uh, we ruined it together. Uh, <laughs> here's the first one, because we have two Haley Van Lith related polls. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. And one of them was, who would win in a race to the bathroom? Because <laughs> the show ended last week with Daniel, who is recovering from a torn Achilles tendon, <laughs> hobbling to the bathroom during a commercial break. <laughs> And uh, Andrew and myself laughing at him a little bit. Yeah. And so the poll question was, who would win in a race to the bathroom? Prime Daniel Hargrove or Haley Van Lith? Well, 77% of the audience said Haley Van Lith would win in a race to the bathroom. Yeah. I'm not sure if the microphones picked up my screaming. It didn't. I was really disappointed. I was yelling, I'm not my pride. Yeah, yeah, I said, who would win in a brace of the bathroom? And Daniel said, this isn't my pride. <laughs> From the bathroom. The next question, this was one where I thought, okay, most of these have been athletic contests. Yes. I'm going to go into Daniel's wheelhouse. Ooh. I'm going to go into something that Daniel is so clearly more experienced than Haley Van Lith. I mean, I thought you did this before when you went to the eating contest. Good point. Because you also gave me a shot at eating contest, and people all still think that she would beat me in an eating contest. But they haven't done eating contests with you. Exactly. Like, there's no way that I would honestly answer, although I did answer that poll question. Haley <laughs> there's no way that I could honestly say that Haley Van Lith would beat you in an eating contest. Yeah, but that's because we don't know her. But this one... Maybe she is really good at it. I don't point. know. Who would win in a radio broadcasting contest? Oh, this because is Because this is where blow. I was like, this is what you do. It's what I'm paid to do. It's not just what I do. Well, 55% of our listeners think that Haley Van Lith would beat Prime Daniel Hargrove in a radio broadcasting contest. <laughs> Come wait, on! Wait, wait, wait. Is this... 
or is it the same prime Daniel Hargrove as as was? It's radio broadcast prime. Oh, no, it's, radio it's, broadcast. Okay. So which right is, now, say, which is probably right now. Right now, if it was athletic prime, Daniel Hargrove, then if, I would be like, ah, I can see that. Anybody yeah, seeing who, that I couldn't pronounce the word we <laughs> Anybody who listens to not only the high school basketball broadcasts but uh, KXRO News Radio in the mornings knows that Daniel Hargrove's radio broadcast prime is right now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> at this moment, but people still think and, Haley Van Lith would be better at that than you. Uh, I got to say, I think my prime might be basketball broadcast with Justin. Mm. It's, so there's, there's, my, there's my play-by-play with Justin's color commentary. And then there's <laughs> Ian Cope's play-by-play, my color commentary for either football or basketball. Yeah, They're both you, real close. You guys do a real good job. But th- it helps those are- when you work with someone for a really long time and yeah. you, get, you develop a chemistry. I got to say, when I'm doing either one of those by myself, it takes a step down. Mm. It's hard to do it by yourself. <laughs> it really is hard. Yeah. Next poll question was, <sighs> is, is... She's still undefeated. <laughs> she is undefeated. She's undefeated. I took a screenshot of all the Haley Van Lith polls <laughs> and posted it to our group message. You've never beaten her. Dude, one of these days, we're going to find the one that you beat Haley Van Lith at. You're going to have to... At some point, we are going to actually have to at... Haley Van Lip and see if she responds. I'm kind of nervous, dude. I'm nervous too, as well. Because have you seen her play basketball? Yeah, also, it's your name that's on it, not mine. She so. is aggressive. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do it on the next one. Okay. Are you really? Yeah, I'm going to tag her on it. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, we're going to do it. Uh, are you going to tag her in the one where I say that Kira Gardner is better than Haley Van Lip? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, snap. Hopefully they play each other. I believe soon. that's true. Um, Me too. Is Stump Daniel a mysterious segment? Which is something I said last week, and I don't remember why. Yeah, neither do I. But 67% of the audience said, yes, Stump Daniel is a mysterious segment. Next question, (laughs) and this actually... the movie Mystery Man. (laughs) This is some... Mystery Men. Something that came from uh, a response when you had said, the Mariners DH DH Mike Ford looks like your Babe Ruth coach, and that poll failed miserably. Yep, it did. But somebody uh, responded to it and said, nah, he looks more like my high school shop teacher. So I said, (laughs) does Mariners DH Mike Ford look like your high school shop teacher? Well, 67% of the audience said, yes, he does. There we go. We've got it narrowed down now. I'm glad that we figured that out. Yeah. The next question, is is Freeman a Raymond name? (laughs) Which we were told that by Ryan Freeman. Yeah. Who well, played for Willapaw. 80% of the audience, probably a lot of them who are from Raymond, said yes, it uh, is. Good to know. And Banish is a Willapaw name. Yes. Banish. There was a... Do, I can't remember the Banish that played <laughs> against me, but he was good and he wore glasses. And you hated him because he was good. Yeah. Yeah. He owned Do you like lot. lettuce on your burger? Something we discussed in the mailbag last week. This is actually more overwhelming than I thought it would be. 95% of the audience said yes. Interesting. They do like lettuce on the burger. They like that crunch. Mm. The next two are related to my overreaction to something that Andrew said. (laughs) First off, is there something wrong with you if you like sautéed mushrooms? Because when Andrew suggested that sautéed mushrooms are good on a burger, I said, what is wrong with you? Yeah, you freaked out. Well, 71% of the audience said no. There's nothing wrong with you if you like sautéed mushrooms. That's 39%? 29. 29. Thank you. (laughs) 29%? That seems high. My wife then got a burger later that week with sautéed onions and mushrooms. From Clark's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the next question. One of the few places around that has a gluten-free bun. If you have a gluten-free oh, bun, 
We'll go there. I've got gluten-free buns. At least once. Um, wait. The next question after... <laughs> wait. What? At home, I've got some gluten-free buns at home. I got a bag of, of gluten-free buns. Do you really? No. Can we come over? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> the next question after I had already apolog- realized that I overreacted to Andrew and apologized to him. Yeah. He mentioned mushrooms again, and I called him a jackass. Wow. So the next question is... Just really hot takes here. Are you a jackass if you simply suggest that mushrooms could go on a burger? Well, 24% of the audience said yes, <laughs> but 76 said no. You are not. So next, Andrew's winning that situation. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But People I like re- their fungus. I also knew that I was... Uh, de- I definitely overreacted yeah. in that scenario. Um, but like I said, I can count on one hand the amount of foods that repulse me, and mushrooms are one of them. Yeah, I mean, that was an overreaction. It a hundred percent was. Yeah, a mushroom right. walked into the bar and was talking to the bartender, and he said, "Hey, I'm a fun guy." <laughs> yeah, Thank but you, I, that was bad. that was it wasn't even a joke. It was that was bad it's because I forgot the. I only remembered the headline or the headline, the punchline. I only remembered the punchline. I shouldn't have the drumline. I should have given that one. <laughs> Either one's fine. Actually, both together would be good, too. Um, the next question was based on something that we all agreed upon. Does yeah. anyone really like kale? Well, 71% of the audience said no. No one really likes kale. Nope. And the final poll question was, what goes on a burger? Mm. Fixings or fixins? It's got to be fixins. 80, Andrew said fixings. Last week, very and he actually really punched the ings. He did, but it's, that's just because because yeah. he's secretly from the northeast. Apparently, apparently, yeah. I was well, just enunciating. <laughs> many northeast east people voted on this, and they still said fixins. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I think I voted fixins. I look. It's you fixins. can look at when you look at the who voted on the poll. Whoa. You can pull up a map and see how many people from all. And apparently, the we country. have a secret large audience from the Boston yeah, area. A bunch of mass holes. My gosh. Voted on our polls. I gotta say. That these, concludes uh, our polls. These polls never get worse. <laughs> they always get better. Thank was you. that an odd way of saying that? Possibly. Uh, I thought that maybe there was going to be an insult in there. No, I like it. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I'm I'm continuously hurt. <laughs> By Haley Van Lee. It's not even the pollsters. It's not even the pollsters who hurt me. It's Haley. It's Haley's fault. <laughs> Why is she doing this to me? Put it on the polls. Is it Haley's fault? Yes think, or no? I think it is. Does, does Haley Van Lip have a vendetta against Daniel Hargrove? Yeah, I think she does. Without <laughs> even knowing who I am. Wouldn't it be great if she was actually voting on all these polls? <laughs> yeah. I, I checked the map and she isn't. No votes from Louisville. That's because you're thinking she's from Louisville, but her account is probably from Kashmir. Mm. We didn't have any votes in the Northwest. <laughs> they were all from the Northeast. That might have to do with who you follow. Bunch of assholes. Oh, boy. I Seriously, if you ever stop probably doing polls, UNC I'm going to be very sad. Okay, well, They're, we'll keep It's doing one of my then. favorite segments. Yeah. But first... I have to race to the bathroom. And we're going to talk about some local sports. We're going to have a very difficult decision to make about the Athlete of the Week because there are a few very worthy candidates. Tons of track stuff happened. Some softball happened. And uh, we're going to get into all of that very thoroughly. But first, let's take a quick commercial break. 
Do you have a legal situation and need someone on your side? Let the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz be your advocate. If you've been the victim of medical malpractice, suffered a personal injury, or need representation with real estate law, small business law, or estate planning, let Jeff Domashevitz put his 29 years of experience to work for you. Call Jeff Domashevitz today at 360-612-3991 or visit domashevitzlaw.com. That's D-A-M-A-S-I-E-W-I-C-Z-L-A-W.com. And welcome back to the scrimmage. Thanks for listening or watching. If you're watching us on YouTube, either live or after the fact, thank you for making us part of your day. We are brought to you by Oli Penn Real Estate and the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz. Andrew, we've got so much good state-level competition that happened this week. Um, we've got some track and field stuff going on. We got some softball. We had a state champion softball team in our coverage area. We even got a little bit of golf to get to. I think the way that we do it this week, and I, I've actually been thinking this a lot. Like, does it make more sense for us to read the recap and then name the athlete of the week? Or does it make more sense for us to name the athlete of the week than read the recaps? Because in this one, I feel like we have three really, really strong contenders for athlete of the week. But we might want to read all the information first. I, I like reading all the information and yeah. talking everything through and then picking that. Okay. I, I'm, I'm with that too. Whoever, whose ever idea it was that we name the athlete and then read the recap, yeah. that person should be fired. That was me. Was I it? think I was the first one who put that on the show sheet. Are you way. sure? No. Okay, because I was throwing it out there thinking it was me. But. Oh. Well, you can't Daniel's be fired. Daniel's just trying to get out of work. You can't be <laughs> You can't be fired at least until we get you your Kira Gardner jersey. Yes. <laughs> After Agreed. that, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I wonder what number she's going to be. Ooh, we should ask her. Dude, if it's 16, it's then it's meant to be. We should ask her to be 16. 16 is <laughs> like my favorite number recently. I don't know why. It used to always be 13, but yeah. then that became like too popular. That's how they lock a dumb it. Number. 16. 16. So it started with me getting my Bearcats jersey, which yeah. was literally only because it was the smallest jersey they had. And so I was like, yeah, I'll take that. I want a jersey that fits. And then I really started to like it. And then Tyler Lockett got that jersey. And then since then, 16 has been my number. You look like a 16. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you look 16. That's, so, not, that's not what I meant. Not 16 years old. Hopefully Kira gets number 16. Then I can just keep it going. What does but 16 is kind school? of a weird number. I think if I look uh, at you and I'm like, in any sport we're playing, what number would this guy wear? I would quickly arrive at 16. Wow. Yeah. What Andrew? What number does Andrew look like? I think Andrew looks like a 3 or a 9. I, I'm going with 9 or Single digits. Yeah, 9. Andrew's a 9 Yeah, I think you're uh, a 9. He likes to go with 14 or 42, excuse me, but... Niner is one of those baseball numbers mm-hmm. where like you always got to have a kid named number nine because yeah. they're they're kind of an interesting person. True. So baseball number, but nine? it's for all, it's across all sports. Well, because see, I hear nine and I think either no defensive back half, is not defensive backs are nine or, or uh, oh you went rugby sorry uh, okay but you couldn't be forty two in rugby no not in forty two no, what did you wear in rugby. rugby what was your position uh twenty two twenty two is that <laughs> that's the jersey I have oh. <laughs> which isn't it's a position a it's a sub it's not a, yeah oh. it's not a starter okay. yeah I I was a lot more uh, arrogant and so I actually got a jersey that had a position <laughs> that went with it well mine is just one of the jerseys she, that wasn't destroyed she so. wore <laughs> she wore 21 in high school 
So that's a good number. Yeah, it is a solid number. That actually has always always been one of my favorite numbers because I loved Deion Sanders when I was a kid. Okay, I was gonna say sure, be a suck up, but no, no, uh, no. That's always been no. He had a backstory. Yeah, no. It was always my two favorite football players when I was a kid were Dan Marino and Deion Sanders. That's thirteen it was always and twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so we'll do our local sports roundup, and then we'll name Athlete of the Week. And while you listen to the local sports roundup, we have to kind of come to our own conclusion about who should be the Athlete of the Week, because it's going to be a really hard choice this week. Super tough. And then if they don't pick the right one, make sure that you let them know about it on Twitter. Extremely loudly. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) But let's start the local sports roundup. Yep. So many Grays Harbor and Pacific County athletes shined during the state championship track meets this week. Led by Kira Gardner's four individual state titles, the Raymond girls team took third at the state's 2B classification, while their male counterparts finished fifth as a team. At the same meet, Acosta's boys finished fourth, led by a title apiece by the Idso twins, William and Matthew. Gardner performed exceptionally well, even by her lofty standard. She PR'd in three... Now, hold on. To, to PR... That's nuts. By Kira Gardner's standards is insane. Yep. She PR'd, personal record, in three of her four events and just barely missed a PR in the high jump as well. Gardner won the 100 meters with a time of 15.92 seconds. She also took the high jump at 5'6", the long jump at 17.3, 17 feet 3.5 inches, and the triple jump at 36 feet 4.5 inches. And Carson Freeman... Oh, sorry, go that ahead. That high jump that she barely didn't PR in, yeah. that PR would have also been a state record. Oh, gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. That is insane. That's, that that's, is crazy. I love it when... Okay, so... Sorry. Yes, good. <laughs> I've heard stories about the state track meet. When someone's going for a state record, like the whole stadium, there's an announcement. Yeah. Everybody's watching. Everybody's chanting. Everybody's rooting for it. I had a buddy going for a state pole vault record once. Pole snapped. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right, getting back to the 2B meet. Carson Freeman for Raymond took third in pole vault, fourth in discus, and fifth in the 110-meter hurdles for the Lady Seagulls. On the boys' side, Trey Seidel placed... Certified bucket getter. Certified bucket getter. Trey Seidel placed <laughs> second in the high jump at 6'1", third in the 110-meter hurdles at 16.33 seconds, and third in the 300-meter hurdles at 42.05 seconds. Morgan Anderson also placed in multiple events for the Seagulls, taking second in the 110 hurdles at 15.88 third in the pole vault at 12 feet pole didn't snap and second in the triple jump at 41 feet 2.75 inches for Ocasta William Idso won the 100 meters with a time of 11.5 took second in the 200 meters at 23.02 and sixth in the high jump at 5 feet 10 inches Matthew Idso won the 400 meters at 51.17 seconds, which is, that's a really good time Lazy. on the 400 meters. Yeah. The brothers also teamed up with Dylan, Todd, and Michael Reynolds to take third place in the 4x400 relay. Yeah. And also I've heard from sources that, was it, uh, Matthew? Mm-hmm. Matthew spent a lot of time at the trainer's desk, so I'm not sure what was going on there, but he was fighting through some stuff. He so. posted worse than normal times in a couple of the races. Yeah, so just even more impressive what yeah. he was able to do. Yeah. At the 1A state championships, Montesano's girls had the best team finish in ninth place. Hoquiam's girls finished 13th, and Hoquiam's boys took 19th. Tiara Straka was the star of the show, repping Grace Harbor at this meet. Shocker. The Oklahoma-bound senior won the state title in the shot put with a throw of 
feet, eight and a half inches, more than six feet better than second place. Just ridiculous. And the discus with an incredible personal record of 108, 148 feet, two inches, which was more than 22 feet better than a runner-up. <laughs> Such a crazy number. That's insane. 22 feet better than the runner-up. <laughs> Could be athlete of the week just for that. Yeah, Giovanni Foster capped his incredible late season surge with impressive performances in his races for the Grizzlies. Foster took fourth in the 100 meters with a time of 11.24 seconds and second place by just one hundredth of a second in a photo finish in the 200 meters at 22.39 seconds. And if you get a chance, go yeah. find the picture of that somewhere. It's ri- it's ridiculous. Peyton, my son was there and he told me that when that race happened, that was one of those moments where everybody was paying attention to what was going on. And the guy, the kid that won, his name's Witherspoon. I think he's from Seattle Prep. <sighs> prep uh, schools. Yeah. So then the the kid's dad was there videotaping it, and he was yelling, "You got him! You got him!" to his son before they even re- revealed the results of the photo finish. So it was oh. like one of those like everybody's looking and something cool happens moments. Oh, I man. wish it had been four our guy yeah i would have loved to see geo win but either way really impressive time absolutely for monty's girls jaden morrison finished second in the 400 meters at one minute point 23 seconds i think that's how you say that ashlyn Devereaux finished third in the javelin with a throw of 106 six inches morrison teamed up with sierra birdsall lily kazi and dakota Bur- parks to place fourth in the 4x100 relay, and the team of Madison, Birdsall, Kazi, and Elena Olsen took second in the 4x200. Aberdeen's boys took second as a team at the 2A... Whoa. Second that was as a team? supposed to be a separate paragraph. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, did they really yeah, take... they took second as a team, yep. The whole team took yeah. second at state? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. In the 2A state championship meet, Tyler Bates PR'd in the discus to win the state title with a throw of 162 feet, 5 inches, which was more than 10 feet better than the runner-up. Gosh, our throwers from this area are just ridiculous. Andrew Tro took the high jump title with a personal best of 6 6 feet, 4 inches, and also placed third in the triple jump at 41 feet, 1.5 inches. Julian Campos took third place in the 3200 with a time of 9 minutes 19 seconds and fourth in the 1600 with a time of 4 minutes and 16 seconds, both personal records. Colin Babineau, there's a name that my brother played sports with, uh, placed third for the Bobcats in the 100 hurdles, 110 hurdles, excuse me, at 15 and a half seconds and Henry Nelson took fifth in the 800 at 1 minute, 58 seconds, 0.66. Pretty sure Colin Babineau is Peter Babineau's son. Is that the Babineau that your dad or your brother played? I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, but Jimmy played baseball with the Babineau. That's gotcha. all I know. Okay. Well, moving on to softball, and that was so much. Like, the track oh, was so track fun was... to follow. I went in and legitimately enjoyed. I don't usually enjoy digging through track results. We had so many was... incredibly successful local athletes in It track. was awesome. Yeah. Absolutely really amazing. I mean, through. We, for me, it started with looking at Kira Gardner and Tiara Straka, yeah. and then just following all the other kids yeah, from there agreed. was absolutely awesome. So cool. Moving on to softball, PL Willapaw Valley crushed Adna 11 to nothing in five innings on Saturday to Let's win the go. 2B state title. Yes. Adna 
I hate Adna. I don't know why. I do know why. <laughs> I can't say it on the show. Adna had edged PWV in the district title game 14-13 to a week earlier, but the Titans scored early and often in the dominant title game win. PWV's state tourney run was historically dominant. The Titans defeated their opponents by a combined score of 31 to nothing, winning all three of their games via the, the mercy rule in five innings. Olivia Matlock pitched all 15 innings for PWV, striking out 18 batters and allowing just nine hits. The two-time league MVP also led the Titans at the dish during the state tournament with six hits, including four home runs, four yes. runs scored, and 10 RSBI. Danny Shannon had five hits, four runs, and three RSBI in the tourney, including a team best three hits and three RSBI in the title game. You just love the RSBI. I do. Hoquiam picked up a couple of dubs in the 1A state tournament, but the Grizzlies season the said dubs. Yeah, <laughs> ended with a dubs, dubs with a nine to seven loss, sadly to top ranked. I'm trying to figure out a good way to really emphasize how much I hate Eatonville. 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 (sighs) (laughs) On Saturday in the semifinal of the elimination bracket, Hoquiam opened the tourney with a 6-5 win over Kashmir. Take that, Haley Van Uh, Lith. I was going to (laughs) say, yes. (laughs) Before falling to Nusak Valley, 8-3 in the quarterfinals. Hoquiam then avoided elimination by Beating College Place, never heard of him before, Me but either. it says college in it, so I'm I'm very Private skeptical. Thirteen to three on Friday, Hoquiam fans should be encouraged by the postseason performance of this Grizzly team. Without wow, without a single senior, yeah. So they'll all be back next year in theory. Finally, in golf, Montesano's Haley Blankis surged in round two of the 1A state golf tournament last week. After a round of 88 on day one, the sophomore was tied for sixth place with seven other golfers. Blankis shot an 80. Yeah. Blistering. I dream about shooting 80s on the golf course. (laughs) That's ridiculous. And she's probably 15 years old. She shot an 80 on day two to vault into second place on the final leaderboard. According to Bulldog coach Doug Galloway, I love hearing that name, I love yep. Doug Galloway, no Montesano golfer has finished that high at state during his seven-year coaching tenure, including any golfer on the 2018 Girls State Championship team. I'm super proud of her tenacity, Galloway told the Daily World. She played with great confidence, and she was able to make up ground and then some. Yeah. And this concludes our local sports roundup, and now we have the awful task yeah. of uh, choosing an athlete of the week from so many deserving athletes. It, it's insane. Real quick on Haley. Yeah. Um, have, Which, be, Van Lith or Blankus? Blankus. Okay. I spend a decent amount, before I hurt myself, I spend a decent amount of time up at the golf course, at Highlands Golf Course in Kazi, and Haley is up there a bunch, and sometimes I'll see her and her dad out there doing crazy things like... I'm out there making videos, but she's up there like working on her game. Because one time I saw them out there with like just carrying like a couple of clubs. I'm like, oh, what a cool way to practice figuring out how to do certain things on the course with just a few clubs in her hand. But yeah, she is she puts in so much time and work and effort. So I don't know. I just wanted to give that little extra shout out to Haley Blankus because second at state in golf is insane. Yeah, that's a really big deal. Especially when some of those kids like there's been state champions in the past who I know for a fact like play high school golf and then basically move to Arizona and play golf for the rest of the year and then move back. Like that's all they do is play golf. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But the point of the story is 
There are a lot of kids who Are you take petting golf. a dog right now? Yeah, Pax is under here. <laughs> he loves me. He does. Um, but people take golf really, really seriously yeah. at a young age when you show some promise. So to win at that level in one of these state tournaments is a really big deal. Yeah. Because there are golfers in high school at these state tournaments that are better than anyone you play with. Oh, easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hi, Pax. <laughs> he's, he's over here talking to me now. Yeah. Hey, bud. Okay, so... Athlete of the week. Yeah. We got some toughies here. Yeah. Um, how do you not start with Kira Gardner? It's got to be. Because you don't. God, but Olivia Matlock. Oh, my gosh. What Seriously. She did in the state tournament. I don't Insane. know if I've ever seen anything like that. And Tiara Straka, what would you say? She won by like 20 feet? Yeah. 22. Like. On the discus. And the discus is not even her best event. The shot puts her best event. How can you say which one's her best event when she wins one by 20 feet at state? I'm just saying. Maybe other people are worse than that. People are well, saying. People are saying. <laughs> people are saying. I'm wondering, like, if you put these girls in a higher classification, how would oh, they have done at state? Okay, so I can actually answer that. Because, awesome, because I wanted to know. Tiara on the, I don't know, on the discus, on the shot put, and give me one second to pull up this tweet. And I this saw, wasn't her PR, right? Like, she didn't no, get no, her, her PR. No, no, her PR is 45. Okay. So if she had gotten her PR, let me pull up the... Uh, there was a tweet from the WIAA. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to be a dork here. That's okay. I want to know. We need to know. <laughs> because these girls are insane. And by the way, in case you're wondering, we had some excellent, excellent performances. But the ones we're all looking at, even though... Was it Tyler Bates? Is it Tyler? Yeah. Even though Tyler had an amazing meet with a state title throw of 162 feet and five inches, which he he blew away the competition as yeah. well in 2A. Yeah. He won by over 10 feet. That's insane. Uh, the three people we're really looking hard at, even though we have basically a show full of champions because that's what Grace Harbor and Pacific County do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's how we do. It's how we do. It's how we get it our, done, son. Our population might not be big, but we produce champs. Yeah. Um, we're looking at Kira Gardner, Tiara Straka, and Olivia Matlock. Yeah. Three friggin' studs. So I've got some information here. So you were curious how um, Tiara stacks up against the other classifications. Yeah. In girls' shot put. Actually, I want to know all of them, but you know, you you have the information I just happened to stumble upon this post earlier. Okay. In girls' shot put, the 4A champion was from Bothell, and she had a a throw of 43 feet and 3.25 inches. So Tiara's throw was 42 feet, 8.5 inches, and it wasn't even her best. No. So if Tiara had thrown her best, which was 45, she would have won the 4A classification. So grand champion. Yeah. <laughs> I in, feel like in track, you should have that like that opportunity yeah. since so many things are measurements in, in either time super or distance champion. or height. Yeah. yeah, you should have a super champ. The best throw actually came from the 3A classification. It was a girl from Hermiston, which okay. I think is in Oregon, but weirdly is part of the WIAA. Oh, that's odd. Um, 46 feet. Wow. 8.25 inches, which, again, Tiara Straka in the ballpark of. And if she had thrown her best at 45, she's right there. She's yep. less than two feet behind. Yep. Um, and then in the 2A ranks, it was a girl from Seaholm, which I've never heard of. I've heard um, of, but I can't remember where exactly. 42 feet, 4 inches. So Tiara was better than nice. her. So she is really right in line with all the best throwers in the state across all classifications. That's awesome. Yeah. 
That's really cool. I'm sure there are people out there who may hear this who will be like, actually, the numbers are way more significant than that if you look at blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Please, people, let me know. I would love to be able to come back next week and say, actually, here's how Tiara Straka stacks up to everyone across the state in all classifications. Yeah. By the way, the, the boy who won uh, from Yelm threw like... 61 something like his throw was freaking insane that's nuts yeah bonkers but yeah. anyway so yeah tiara really i mean and i think we have to kind of know that she stacks up in all the higher classifications because she did get the full ride scholarship to oklahoma exactly. and they're not giving her that unless yeah. she really is legitimately yeah. one of the best but she really does even with this throw this incredible throw of 42 feet 8.5 inches which going into it i'm like in my head i go Okay, I know TR is going to win the state title. Exactly. We all knew it. So when I see this throw and I'm like, oh, she didn't get 45 feet. <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> exactly. This is an incredible accomplishment. Well, I heard from a source who was there after she after his na- announced what she threw. Yeah. Her dad said, you can do better. <laughs> <laughs> Which literally is true. Yeah. Because she has done better. Exactly. But that throw is incredible. And nuts. Um, and then I got to wonder, like, is Washington state's track team going, Hey, you're already coming over here to play basketball. You mind just running track on the side for us, Kira? Like (laughs) just, just throwing that out there. When you get done with March madness, you want to just run some events. You want to jump. I mean, you'll be jumping a lot for basketball. Why not come jump for us? Do you think that she has springs in her shoes or she wears like bunnies on her feet? I think. Flubber, that's the solution, which young people probably don't know. It's, I, it's either Flubber, which people don't know, or she literally has devised a way to like insert springs into her calf yeah. muscles. There was a point where in our group chat, you were like, oh, uh, Ki- uh, Kira won this, this, and this. What's her other event? And I was like, it's a jump. <laughs> it's all the jumps. Yeah, all the jumps. Yeah. Yep. Hurdles and all the jumps. That's she did, she as you mentioned, she did Kira Gardner things, and she yeah. won all four events. Just ridiculous. Because, again, this you is know, one if, where I'm looking at it and I'm going, oh, Kira won, four state, or Kira won four state titles. That's cool. Yeah. It's expected. Exactly. But then when I started thinking about it. That's bonkers. And I did do a social media post about this. I was like, Kira is, she was the volleyball MVP. She's been a three-time league MVP in basketball. She's been an all-state player. She won the Gatorade Basketball Player of the Year across all classifications in the state of for Washington. For the state. For the state. She is not only a two-time defending high jump champion, she won four state titles in track. Is it possible that there's been a greater athlete out of Pacific County that's as accomplished as she is? And so I posted that, and I was like, just encouraging people from Pacific County, like, give me some names and lists of accomplishments for people Throw some who have people done out. more yeah. than Kira. Because if you're going back through a list of greatest Pacific County athletes of all time, yeah. she's on it. She's got to be. Got to be. If not at the top. Yeah. Recency bias. But still. She was, she's got to be there. She's got to be. I mean, on that tweet, I saw a couple people mention some banishes. Mm-hmm. And I got to think. Banish is a legendary Willapaw Valley name. And I got to think. There's going to be someone 15 years from now hearing the name Gardner mm-hmm. in high school sports and having this instant reaction to that name and going, ugh. Like you did with Banishes? Because when I heard the name Banish, I went, ugh. Banish. 
And you were like, oh, I hate banishes. And I was like, why? And you were like, they were good. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't even have a good reason. Because sometimes there's good athletes who are also jerks. Yeah. I don't remember that at all about, mm-hmm. I can't remember the first name of that kid. But there was a banish that I played against mm-hmm. who played how I would want to coach players to play. So he was annoying. He was and also really good. He would he worked his butt off. He played good defense. He rebounded like crazy. I played against him in basketball. He also was a catcher in baseball. Excellent. Played exactly how I'd want, but ugh, I hated that guy. Banish. Banish. And then there's gonna be someone fifteen years from now who goes, Gardner. <laughs> she literally hogged all of the state championships. She got seven steals a game. <laughs> she just kept taking the ball away from us. It was so rude. They were already winning by twenty. <laughs> and then you got Olivia Matlock, which, holy crap. Seriously. Get out of here. She pitched all 15 innings, didn't allow a single run in the state tournament. (laughs) So in theory, this is the best competition you face all year. You don't allow a run. She had four home runs (laughs) in the state tournament. Nuts. I don't know what to do here. I love our sports. So uh, I love our sports. my, My parents, I assume it was just one of them, but I don't know which one. Uh, chimed in and suggested that you picked an athlete of the day for each day of the week. We might have to. And uh, Brian Sita, who Justin and I work with, What's up, uh, Brian? says that the four-time champ wins. Well, br- that's Pacific County bias, but <laughs> I, I'm actually on track with him right now. I, It's so hard. You know, here's the thing. We've got multiple state champs. Coming into today, I was thinking we just go state champ. But you can't. State champ version of the athlete of the week. Because we've got so many state champs, we just recognize all of them. And honestly, I think we should recognize all of the state champs regardless of what we do. But we have three Sounds state like champs a lot here. Of work. We have three state <laughs> champs right here. And we're not even mentioning all of them. Yeah. yeah. These are just three well, we of mentioned the state them. champs. We mentioned them. I know, but not in this yeah. athlete of the week discussion. Yeah. I, here, should I say, Justin, we'll do all of them, and I'll do the other ones that you don't want to do? Because you've been I, doing the athlete of the week lately, but I, I, feel I like used to do that. I feel like it's safer if I just do it. Why safer? Because sometimes... I did it for years! Are well, you saying that ever since I had a baby, I've been kind of I'll just say this, Daniel. The reason my... that I started doing it is because someone else stopped doing it, <laughs> and I just started. I will say that <laughs> since you have started doing it, you've missed weeks as well, Agreed. and then I have yeah. done it like a week late. That's true. Yeah, so yeah. just throwing that out there, yeah. who's more dangerous than the other? I am more dangerous than you. Because you have literally not paid off a bet in over two months. <laughs> Where's that intro video? That's been a couple that's been like four weeks. It's been like three Plus, weeks. Plus I I don't really care about the intro video. That just happens whenever it happens. And I know? care and I care about not your to take a side or anything. And I care <laughs> about your integrity to uphold your end of a bet. It's just my hip. I'd kill to be at 100%. Find a TikTok dance that doesn't use your hip. Do one of those weird... But my hips don't lie. Do one of those hand dance I got to do a Shakira dance. I don't want to see that. (laughs) Okay, I won't do it. All right. All right. I'm going to go with the show sheet on this one. I think this is fair. I've looked at it. You've looked at it. Andrew's looked at it. 
Are we all are we all good with this? Well, considering the fact that when I filled the show sheet out, I couldn't pick one, so I put all three names in there yeah. because I thought if somebody's going to pick one, I don't want it to be me. Yeah. I mean, so we it, it's done... hard because it's it's so hard. Yeah. Because easy way to look at it. Mm-hmm. There's an easy way to look at this. Somebody won four state titles. Mm-hmm. But how do you translate the different competitions? Because well, Tiara of them won every state title that they participated exactly. in. Exactly. And then Olivia, Olivia Matlock won the only state title that she was allowed to participate in. She mm-hmm. can't go... And she couldn't have possibly done much better or more for her team in that. Exactly. Not only did she not let up a run, but she also hit four dingers. Yeah. So there isn't... What I'm saying here is there isn't an easy way to make this decision, even though so many people will be like, Kira Gardner won four state titles. Well, screw you, listeners. (laughs) We're going to go... We're going to go with all of them, dang it. We haven't done co-athletes of the week for a, for a it's while. It's been a while, yeah. And we also have had a couple times where we we considered bailing out by doing that. Yeah. But I think that all three of these athletes deserve and need some recognition. Absolutely. So for the first time in, in a few months, I'm 100% on board with co-athletes of the week. Yeah. All so, right, so Kira Gardner. Hold on, hold on. Our Oli Penn Real Estate Athletes of the Week are Kira Gardner for her four state track titles, Tiara Straka for her two state track titles, and Olivia Matlock for her state performance and title with PWV. Justin, since you know the details more intimately, and because I want to make a shorter video of this, mm-hmm. Give me the bare bones details of these. The bare bones details are Kira Gardner did Kira Gardner things. Yes. She won the long jump, the triple jump, the high jump, and the hurdles. Yep. All the jumps yep. at the state meet. Literally all four of the competitions that she was... She, she only get four. Yep. So she did all of them. She won all of them. She PR'd in three of them. So even by her extremely lofty standards, she was incredible in that state meet. And won everything, and the only honor she's ever received that was higher than all of this is being named a certified bucket getter <laughs> by us. Yep. Tiara Straka also won a hundred percent of the events that she participated in yep. at the state meet, winning the shot put by more than six feet over second place, the discus by over twenty feet. I think I said over twenty-two feet. Yeah. Uh, against all the competition, Tiara Straka has been incredible all year. I believe, and I'd have to go back and verify this, I think she finished first in the shot put and the discus at every single meet she participated in all season through districts, through sub-districts, through state. I think she won first in every single one. And then Olivia Matlock out of PL Willapaw Valley coming through for her team, pitching all 15 innings of the state tournament, leading her team to a historic run of... 31 to nothing through three <laughs> games, winning every game via the mercy rule, and also Jeez. hitting four dingers and driving in 10 runs for the Titans to win the state title. Kira Gardner, Tiara Straka, Olivia Matlock. We couldn't choose between the three of you. Yep. You're all athletes of the week. Boom. Nailed it. Absolutely well done. It's really good that I did it. Yeah. Because when you do it, I always interrupt you. That's a good point. <laughs> and I just let it breathe. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm going to... Stick that in the old memory bank, and then next week when we switch roles again and you're doing the Athlete of the Week, I'm going to not interrupt you. Good luck. That's not going to happen. 
All right, it's time to take a break. Thank you again so much to our sponsors, the Law Office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz. What's the A stand for? And Olipen Real Estate. <laughs> Olipen Real Estate, we have solidified our foundation on four core values. First, we continuously focus on growing our knowledge in the market and in our practices to bring the highest level of competency to our clients. Second, we provide a high level of integrity, compassion, and kindness in every aspect of our business. Third, we put the human element above business through humor, enthusiasm, and patience. And last but not least, we proactively respond to the needs of our clients. Our mission is to create a personal real estate experience, one person and one home at a time. With OliPen, it's personal. Thank you again to OliPen Real Estate, our sponsor of the OliPen Real Estate Athlete of the Week, and our other sponsor, Jeffrey A. Damashevitz, the law firm of Jeffrey A. Damashevitz, no relation, sponsor of our Stump Daniel segment. It is now time for the mailbag. Yes, Send the mailbag. Send us your stuff. Send us your stuff in a mailbag. Mail Do we have anything in the chat, Andrew? Uh, other, so my wife uh, was letting us know that it is is nineteen dickety. Okay, dickety, gotcha. Yeah. With yeah. a k sound, not yeah. a g sound. Dickety. Uh, if you want, <laughs> good to know. If we wa, I've got the. I've, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got the uh, story. The story about why it's dickety. Oh, oh I do uh, want that. Yes, can you play? I want that, that so much. My, I can't play it. I oh. can read it though. Oh. The, my story de- begins in 19 dickety two. We had to say dickety back then because the Kaiser had stolen our word twenty. <laughs> I chased that rascal to get it back, but gave up after dickety six uh, miles. So dickety is twenty. <laughs> gotcha. It's kind of I don't know like it's less cool now that I know what the number is. You ruined it. I wanted it to be dickety be the teens because then dickety seven would have been nineteen seventeen yeah. when the Cosmopolitans won the uh, Stanley Cup. <laughs> so Andrew just let his dogs in and Pax immediately comes over to you, goes As right I, by me towards you, and just so. Anybody who's listening might know why Pax loves me so much is because I give him incredible amounts of attention. And earlier while we were here pre-recording, <laughs> I said something about Pax saying, oh, this guy always pets me. And then Andrew's wife reminded me, oh, you're the guy who always gets him in trouble for not listening, <laughs> which also is true. But I love Pax. He's amazing. All right. I also, he's huge and strong. So don't try to mess with Andrew's don't. house. Oh, now he's licking me. Hey, bud. Yeah. And he's vicious. <laughs> so vicious. So vicious. Um, I feel like we've had these questions on here for a long time. I kind of want to get rid of them. He's pushing my Um <laughs> Is there a wrong time for pudding? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there is a wrong what time was for the pudding? question? Is there a wrong time for pudding? I yeah. have been a long time <laughs> proponent of the fact that there is no wrong time for pudding. Pudding is delicious. Yeah. What's your what, favorite type of pudding? I think I'd go... T- so... I'd go chocolate. Okay, I'd go chocolate too for sure. But you know, like if we're talking about the little individual pudding cups, there yeah. are some that are like a chocolate peanut butter. Oh. Where they're mostly chocolate, but they have a little bit of a peanut butter flavor and inside we, of them, like we, kind of like a Reese's cup. We already know that you are all about I Reese's. Do. I'm all about Reese's. Yeah. So I'd go with that. But here's one. Here's one. Do you guys like tapioca pudding? Yeah. It's okay. I feel like tapioca is the one that people are always like, "Ew, tapioca pudding." Those people are wrong. Okay, good. I like it too. Yeah. I just I'm glad what? we're on the same page. I can't. 
Ah, this is terrible. I can't remember the name of it, but the green pudding. The yeah, that's green not, pudding. No. <laughs> like a key lime it's, pie pudding? No. Like, oh, like mint? A, no. Pistachio? Pistachio pudding. I like oh, pistachio pudding Oh, I've had pistachio ice cream. I don't know if I've had pistachio pudding. Oh, okay. Well, good. Yes, I bet it's thank delightful. You, thank you for helping me. You're welcome. Happy to help out. Oh, oh uh, Brian Cita uh, chimed in to go. say Celtics and seven. Wait, you guys Celtics. don't do NBA. <laughs> and, and, no, but Justin said Miami and I did. seven. And I appreciate that. And yes, we don't do NBA at all, ever. <laughs> Except for Justin. So we is a correct term, but Justin is, does. It's not allowed on the show. What's the A stand for? Uh, <laughs> well, the Celtics have been the best team over the last four months as a whole. And so I think that's why a lot of people have been really counting out the Miami Heat. But they don't have Jimmy Buckets. But they don't. Or and Tyler I, Hero. I believe Jimmy Buckets on a good day is the best player in this series, although some people would argue for Jason Tatum. Mm. And at times in this series, Jalen Brown has looked like a transcendent star. He had one absolutely incredible game. But I Which think everyone's going to be a free agent. I want them to be the best player because I want the Portland Trailblazers to get him. Oh. Is that Tatum? Or was uh, or no. were you saying no to Tatum because he's a dookie? Well, no to Tatum because he's a dookie, but also I seriously <laughs> doubt the Celtics are going to let him go without offering him the Supermax bird rights deal. See, the NBA is different because it's not like regular sports where your rookie contract's up and you just become a free agent and your team doesn't have that much of an advantage to sign you back. In the NBA, the team that already has you always has the advantage because they can offer you significantly more money mm. than the other teams can. So especially like if you get to Damian Lillard's point where you're on like your third contract, that's when you see the guys that are making like $51 million a year. Those are the guys who stayed with one team, had all NBA um, first team, second team. They were named to the all NBA teams and they get like super max contracts. Okay. So there are advantages to staying with the team that you're on. Okay. So I don't think Tatum's going to be so available. Quick, quick sidetrack. Yeah. Who are the Blazers going to get in free agency? It's, or who do you want them to get in free agency? Well, no, only- no, Pax is destroying the cords. <laughs> That's okay, Pax. You do what you want. <laughs> it's just my microphone. It's okay, Pax. You do what you want. If you want to pull Daniel's microphone cord out, that is just fine. <laughs> um, I think the player that seems to be coming up the most is probably Zach Levine, hmm. who is he, – he plays for the Bulls. Yeah. And he's a good player. Yeah. But not like some kind of top level star. If nope. the Blazers are going to go do a thing, like they're like, hey, we're going to make a big push for Damian Lillard, they're going to have to make a trade. But who do they have to trade? They have like some young assets. They traded all of their people already. They they have like a couple guys that could be valuable, they, but I they think they traded McCollum and got Bubkiss. Yeah, that's true. Bubkiss! But the a thing, guy named Bubkiss? You can never. No, there's nothing. And that's what they got. <laughs> you can never underestimate how valuable NBA teams think first round picks are. Ugh. So there have so been what times they, where what star players get getting... traded for like four first round picks and not much else. What did they get for CJ McCollum? Because didn't a large part of it depend on where they ended up draft wise? There was and something then they about... didn't end up in either of those spots? Yeah, there was something about... How, well, the pick was protected, so they'll still get the pick. They just get it at a later year. Barf. So, there, it's so I don't weird. need it at a later year. I, I need it now. But they didn't 
get rid of CJ McCollum to get assets. They didn't get rid of Rocco to get assets. They they didn't get rid of Norm Powell to get assets. They got rid of those guys to clear cap space. But there's nobody that I want in this free agency yeah. period. Yeah, but they're also, I think the way they looked at it was these guys don't have enough value on the trade market to be helpful to us. Also, they kind of wanted to lose games toward down the stretch towards the end of the year so that they could have a chance at a higher draft pick. And that kind of backfired because they ended up sixth worst and then didn't jump into the top four in the lottery and actually lost a spot. So they'll be picking seventh. So it'll be really difficult to get a player who's going to impact them right away. And I'm very, this is, this feels the most precarious that the Damian Lillard situation has ever been. Yeah. I feel like this is the last year. And if they can't make something really significant happen, he could be gone by the trade deadline. For the moron who tweeted out at Portland fans that Luca and Dame were comparable, if not Dame being better, and said, "Look at Luca right now. I mean, could did did Dame ever do this? And then what? I mean, the Mavericks wouldn't even be a playoff team if Luca was there." And I'm like, "Dude, you literally just he literally did that. You literally just saw this. He like, literally did that against the Nuggets a few years ago." Yeah. What are you? What, I, why? Basically what? carried a team by himself to and the then Western the, Conference Finals. Who and was then the next attention. And then it's the next Portland. Daniel was. <laughs> and then the next year he wasn't there because he was hurt, and the team literally was one of not just not a playoff team, but one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Actually they were really bad even so well, bad. CJ missed a lot of time because he had like a collapsed lung or something. Yeah, that was gnarly. But Norm Powell was pretty much playing. Rocco was pretty much yeah. playing. Nurk was probably the healthiest he's been in quite a while. <laughs> and even with those pieces in place, they still were awful. Yeah. So they were like, eh, we're going to pull the plug on this season. They even shut down Nasir Little, who was their first round pick from a couple years ago, because um, he was dealing with an injury. They were like, we don't want you to play because we might score too many points. <laughs> Speaking of Dame, you want to go to Marshall's after this and see if those shoes fit? There's some dames at Marshall's right now really? that might be. I don't know. You have bigger feet than I do. I do. Somebody's in here. And Although, so did go, you go, go did go you down. look at the size on those shoes? Because you sent me a picture of them, and they when look... you turned them sideways on the box, I was like, "Are those 18s?" They, <laughs> they looked might, massive. They might be real big. I am currently wearing a pair of size 14 dames. They might be that range. Really? These shoes are. I love these shoes, dude. I think they might be about that size. They weren't the they weren't the They're weird snowshoe size. Something. They weren't the snowshoe size. Something. No. <laughs> well, I have an in at Marshall's, so tomorrow I might just call my person and I say, could just hey, drive you, you there today. Shoes for me. They're on the clearance rack. Are they going to be open tomorrow? I don't know. It's Memorial Day. Yeah, they're open. Okay. Retail yeah. places don't care about holidays. Yeah, they're open. They force their employees to work no matter what. They force their employees to work, but they pay them more. Oh well, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right. If uh, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, God created, Chris. Chris wants to know. God created animals. He didn't create so babies. The chicken came first. I'm I'm down with that. Via the book of Genesis in the Bible. You're welcome. Yeah. We have a source for it. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for our show today. <laughs> Brian Brian apologized to me for bringing up the NBA. He says I look bored. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you for your apology. <laughs> Brian, Brian, I forgive you. Before we close, Brian, there's been so many times that Daniel and I will talk NBA for like five minutes and then we'll stop and we'll look at Andrew <laughs> and he'll be like, oh, are you guys done? Because it's the one time that he will completely zone out Absolutely, is when there's basketball talk or as he calls it, bouncy ball hoop game. Yep. Especially... 
pro pro basketball. I, I just don't care. I well, we had gotten into the slight discussion of which is college sports better in all of the sports. Because yeah. Justin watched some college baseball and he was like, "This is better." Yeah. And me and you and both like college better. Basketball, college basketball is definitely better. I, no yeah. question. Yeah. I think that it's difficult to say with us with just it's better because I feel like there's a lot of qualifications you can make. The level of we um, are not skill. paid to have qualifications. We're paid to make hot decisions <laughs> right now. Put it on the poll. Are we hate, are we paid to make hot decisions right now? <laughs> There's, and also we're barely paid. Yeah, what is this paid? To speak the of? level. The the thing about pro not, sports is that the the overall level of of talent is so much higher. Yeah. Than than college sports. So in that respect, college sports are not better. However, more entertaining. As far as more entertaining. And more, more. I think you could argue that there's more of what we consider uh, good, socially good in sports. God, you do is boring. Sports. You're making this all. You're making all of these very it's more intricate of a team game. You're making all of these very good intricate intricate points at the end of a show when nobody's listening anymore. I just found a we big need, pile not, of dog slobber on my knee. Attaboy. Uh, <laughs> I will throw this out at the end of a show. As soon as I'm healthy, I would take us three in a game against John Boy Media and his crew in Blitzball any day because they could not touch me. How about this? Blitzball, oh. us three against Haley Van Lith and two people <laughs> of her choice. <laughs> Anyone. We need to get a blitz ball set before we start. I have a blitz ball. I don't care how you throw those breaking pitches. I'll figure it out and throw them better. (laughs) I like watching the John Boy blitz ball videos. Like I haven't watched a lot of them, but I've watched some. And like if they do all these like little mini interviews in between at bats or in between pitches. Yeah. And John Boy himself is always like, "All right, I'm gonna wait for. I'm gonna sit on a fastball. I'm gonna hit a fastball, and then the fastball will blow by him, and he'll be like." I suck. I'm awful. I, why did I even think that I was going to be the able last, to hit that? I'm the worst. The last, the last several games that he's that they've posted that he's been in, his self talk has been atrocious. He hates he's himself. Been a horrible spy. He has basically me. been my dad on a golf yes. course. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking. That's the way we need to cover the the Olympic. The Oli Penn Wiffle Ball Tournament this year, which is a fundraiser for Young Life. That we need to do that for Young for that tournament this year, Brian, because Brian, I don't think I should be allowed to play in it. I got that mad last year. Mm-hmm. Brian says that the NBA is better than college boys ball, but March Madness is great. And I'm just gonna say you're it's wrong. A, well, it's a reasonable comment because honestly, <laughs> most people don't pay attention to college basketball till you get to March. Well, Madness. they don't play college basketball until. Late April. Yeah, they do. Or not shockingly, Andrew's wrong on that. Okay. (laughs) So for my co-host Justin, I hate Adna, but I'm not telling you why, Damashevitz. And my co-host Daniel, (laughs) take that, Haley Van Lith, Hargrove, and Andra. Andra. (laughs) Did you just turn Andrew into a girl? Yep. (laughs) And Andrew, he's a fun guy. Gross. Fun girl. <laughs> Even though I said that. Andra. With my weird. It would be pronounced Andra. Mushroom joke. That wasn't <laughs> actually a joke. 
But he's the only one here who likes mushrooms. This show has been a total mess. It's a disaster. But we did have some good stage. Thanks camps. for listening, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> the title of this episode is going to be "Thanks for Listening, Brian." <laughs> the only we love one. you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the scrimmage, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I get the dog slobber off my knee. <laughs>